This is The Rational Perspective. I'm Alec Hogg. And in this edition, Ramaphosa's mining minister gets business-friendly. Ahead of South Africa's May the 8th general election, President Cyril Ramaphosa put a lot of emphasis on following a business-friendly agenda that would get the country working again, and to do so quickly. True to his word, over the weekend, Ramaphosa called together his cabinet for the first Lekhotla of the new administration, just days after appointing them. The reappointed mining minister, who has the energy portfolio added to his responsibilities now, is 63-year-old Gwede Mantash. Like Ramaphosa, he is a former secretary-general of the National Union of Mine Workers. This morning, Mantash became the first cabinet minister to take a public platform. This morning, I went along to the opening of the junior mining in Darba at Johannesburg's Country Club in Auckland Park, joining a packed room of miners who were mostly grateful to have an industry veteran fighting their corner in cabinet debates. Montasha's address confirms that a breath of fresh air is blowing through relationships between government and business. Here are some of the highlights. I think it is a sector described by a man that I respect most called David Allen. He described it as almost everyone I encounter these days feels he or she has too much to handle and not enough time to get it all done. It captures as well the, the call by President Matamena, Sir Ramaphosa, uh, to renew our efforts to grow South Africa together. Now, growing South Africa together is an admission on our part, I must explain this thing, that the government on its own cannot do anything. Uh, you, on your own, you cannot do much. Therefore, if we want to make a difference, we must work together. Uh, whether you irritate me, I, de- I have no license to walk away from you. Uh, whether I don't like what you are doing, I can't walk away from you. Uh, the same applies to you. If we walk away from each other, there's nothing that is going to happen. If we are patient with one another, we extend our hands to reach out for each other, will do much better for the country. Mining is a trade is a tradable sector. It's one sector where you trade. And in our view is that uh, it should continue to strive for bigger contribution to the GDP. Uh, one thing that I always discuss in the department, they are getting tired of me. Because I say, it is not about what you do every day. To go to work, to do this, to do this. That's not the measure. That's a blunt tool of measurement. The measurement of the sector, that includes the department, is this contribution to the GDP, whether it is contributing to the economic growth, whether it is contributing to job creation. Uh, if we're failing those tests, uh, we can as well describe ourselves in many words, but there will be empty words. Uh, mining has always been a lead sector. You know, I'm from a three-day Lekhota of the ANC. Now, in that Lekhota, one of the things I, I discovered, last year, uh, there was hardly mention of mining. 
I can say that unashamedly, uh, in that Lekuta, nobody talked about mining. Mining is a problem, that's it. Uh, at least this time, it was mentioned uh, regularly, but it still left behind um, agriculture, it left behind tourism, it left behind manufacturing, but it was mentioned. But it was coupled with uh, mineral beneficiation. Uh, and uh, when we decoded that, we said at least we're at the entry point of contesting the space as a sector that needs attention of the state. So it's up to all of us to contest that space by being there. When we, we, we drafted the, the, the charter, there's one valuable thing that happened there, is that uh, dialogue was started. We began to talk to, to one another as partners in the sector. That dialogue produced an implementable mining charter uh, involving all stakeholders in the sector. And I'm arguing it is the old big mining companies that are still suspect of the charter. Uh, the first mining company that has implemented the post mining charter three provisions where we had the first five percent given to communities and, and workers is in this room. Now that told me Oguti the, the, the junior miners uh, are going to make things happen uh, if we talk to them. And and we talk among ourselves because if we don't uh, we can want everything to go one way and collapse everything else. But the pains of engaging ourselves in building a country means that all of us must make certain uh, compromises and sacrifices. Therefore, when we, we drafted that, we were rewarded by the Fraser Institute by jumping 25 steps in recognition of policy and regulatory certainty. We jumped from 81 to 56. Uh, it's not us who did that, it is the Fraser Institute, it's the national body. And on investment attractiveness, we jumped five steps. When the, the, the Mineral Council said that taking aspect of the Charter to court, I would imagine that in the next assessment we'll retreat a few steps. And my description of the action of the Mineral Council, uh, I must say that in the presence of their members, I, I, when people ask me what do you think about this, I said it's because mining in South Africa cannot handle stability. They hate stability. They want instability. They thrive better when there is a crisis. That was my reaction. Because after that charter, we passed it together, were awarded by the international bodies, but it is us who say, no, we're still not able with this and that and that. There is no issue where you are bargaining, where you get everything you want and the other partners will not get anything. It doesn't work that way. Otherwise, we could as well draft 
not a mining charter, a chamber charter. Then if we draft a chamber charter, it's easy. We just go to the mineral council and say what you want, they list them and make that a charter. Uh, I'm quite happy to be here. Thank you very much. Uh, I appreciate that I've been invited even before I was appointed. Somebody, yeah, somebody invited me before I was appointed. I had to say to him, I am not appointed yet. So let me wish you a successful uh, conference. Open discussion, candid discussion are important. If we talk to one another, we can come up with conclusions. Thank you very much. After Mantasha's formal address, the Indaba's host, mining entrepreneur Bernard Swanapool, picked up with questions for the minister that had been submitted by the audience. I'm going to take the top three, and you'll see when I get to number three um, why I disown that question. The first question is, can we make available all South African geological information on the internet where it can be downloaded free from anywhere in the world? Uh, headache. Can we? Just say yes, and then uh, make it happen before next year. Can start. we? You are working on it. How long should we wait? <laughs> is it the next goal to speak on? That is the line of question they get every day. How long should we wait? They work on it. How long should we wait? Um, they have been working on geological mapping, which is, has improved uh, quite a lot. But I think we should go to more details and be more clear. Minister, that speaks to the second point, and this truly is where we will empower juniors. So we give them the data, we give them access, and we give them transparency. Can we make a South African da, 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 exploration cadaster freely available and accessible via the internet? This is international best practice. People use South African technology in the rest of Africa for this. When are we going to have a transparent system that works well, Minister? The reason that I'm referring you to the Springbok Flats and the Moldino coal fields is an indication to you that we're beginning to change the way we do things. So please don't stop knocking on the door. And be, and be prepared to pay for it. <laughs> I thought that was my taxes, but what do I know? <laughs> I even pay gold fees. More. <laughs> the third question I disown, but there's a name to it. It comes from somebody. Do you want to comment on this optimum process are you involved? I don't know. The, the question asks, are you still remaining involved? And are you going to ensure that it ends up in responsible hands? Let me <laughs> put a disclaimer on this one. You see, Optimum, once it is given to business rescue practitioners, uh, we are agreeing, I'm sitting with a lot of advocates there, which I don't know why this DMR full of advocates with no mining engineers. I still don't understand. When, when I came there, I said, it seems as if we were pursuing the, the, the department for litigation instead of seven. And they didn't take kind to this comment. But once it is with the uh, business rescue practitioners, you ask questions, you interfere, uh, but you are careful not to get into that process because it's not a departmental process. Uh, we're worried about the time it has taken, 
we're, we're worried about the changes that happen every time. Uh, we have asked uh, that the easiest way to deal with optimum quarantine is to put to an auction. Let people buy it and run it. Uh, they say what we are in that process now, we are hoping that it won't take too long. Now that you've heard the overview, be sure to pick up two more focused clips, one on Gwede's guidance for miners about where undiscovered mineral riches lie in South Africa, the other on the way the Ramaphosa administration will be approaching Eskom, coal and energy security. That was Gwede Mantash, who this morning became the first member of the new Ramaphosa cabinet to take a public podium. This has been The Rational Perspective. Until the next time, cheerio.